Welcome to the Unlock the Genius Within show. I'm your host, Jordan DeBarno, former salesman turned alchemist and creative. And on this show, myself and my guests will be breaking down the lessons, experiences, and secrets that we gained through bringing our creative genius to life. Thanks for joining me today, and let's get into the episode. All right, guys, welcome back to the Genius Sessions. I am Jordan DeBano, as you well know, and I have my guest here today, Ursula. Ursula, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for inviting me. It's my pleasure. It's great to have you here. So uh, if you guys are watching for the first time, you'll know that in these sessions, um, we have guests who have applied to be here to get coaching on a particular business uh, challenge. And uh, Ursula here has a wonderful coaching business that we're going to be workshopping today. So just before we get into any challenges, Ursula, do you just want to tell everyone a bit about what it is that you that you do in your business? Sure. So I um, I am a medical, medical doctor who uh, experienced uh, quite a lot of challenges um, due to um, some difficult circumstances of my family. I've lost my husband to cancer eight years ago, and I become a um, single mom of four young kids. And um, obviously, also, I, I was the only breadwinner, so I worked full time, no family around here in Australia. So it was uh, quite busy, quite challenging, and I burned out, not not once, but many times. And um, uh threw myself into uh, a lot of self-development work mm-hmm. to cope with the stress and overwhelm and just to be able to survive initially it was just about survival because I still had to get up and go to work and um, later on uh, as I progressed and I experienced a lot of changes in myself um, I understood that not only I transformed my life and life of my family not only I survived but I I also started enjoying my life again I self-organized my way my life in a way that I wanted it and even so I am still working in medical profession so I regained that spark again and um, yes I, I sort of managed my time better and developed a lot of tools and techniques then that helped me to to navigate my life that inspired me to actually help others because i know there's a lot of uh need for that kind of thing there's a lot of people who are suffering from severe burnout and um overwhelm in medical profession and, and any profession really like um there's a lot of people who are um disillusioned are disappointed stuck confused they don't know what to do and so i'm helping people i've decided to uh, to do the coaching qualifications uh, mm-hmm. and set up my business everything while working full time and still being single mom to now teenagers young adults so you can imagine how mm-hmm. handful that that is mm-hmm. um yeah so that's 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 more or less the background yeah amazing amazing thanks for sharing um so 
obviously with with a business like that, there's many different facets. Uh, do you want to share what we're going to be workshopping today specifically? Specifically, I believe, well, maybe you, you can tune into that because I have two challenges. One is that um, I, I believe that I only made a space in my heart for a client or one or two uh, because I am very protective of my time. But obviously, I would like to transition to a um, more coaching scenario where I am engaging with people and helping them. But at the moment, I'm sort of holding for my free time, like for the <laughs> dear life. <laughs> so almost like, you know, I want to expand, but at the same time, I don't because yeah. it, it's kind of, you know, I'm very protective of that time that I, you know, little time that I have for myself because in transition, it is still about, you know, my current profession and and my coaching activities. So that's one challenge. Mm. The second challenge is uh, I'm very uncomfortable with getting out there and telling people about myself and, you know, about my message, um, AI ma marketing myself. Mm. Mm. Um, what is it about marketing yourself that makes you uncomfortable? Like if you just, first thing that comes to mind when I say that, what what, uh, what comes up for you? Selling. <laughs> Selling, yeah, <laughs> as it is for most people. When, when I when I listen to you, what jumps out at me immediately is the being protective of your time, having gone through burnout, sounds like a sub, like a kind of a protective thing to not sell. Um, so I think we go straight for the thing, which is which is selling, um, because it sounds like if you had the clients and and the business pumping you could you know essentially just dedicate your time to that because that's what you love right that's what you mm. want to do full-time i'm assuming oh at least a majority of my time if not full yeah cool okay so when it comes to selling i want to i want to drill down a bit more here what do you what do you not want to happen when you're selling what do you what do you not want to to occur you you going to the uh, dark side. <laughs> I'm going to the dark side. Uh, what what must not exist is um, it's just like ex I, I feel exposed. Exposed, yeah. Keep going. What what do you not want to be exposed? Um, my <laughs> I don't know how to phrase it. It's uh, it's something about. You know, uh, I am so protecting my privacy. So yeah, my privacy, not exposing my privacy, not exposing me that I want clients. So in a way, you know, I want somebody to pay for my service and I feel like, you know, almost like I don't deserve it because for okay. me, helping people is kind of, you know, even working on this business, it was it's a journey that I enjoy and really connections with people, uh, clients becoming almost my friends, you know. <laughs> it's just almost like a privilege rather than job. And why should I charge for it? Got it. So it sounds like what you want 
is you want people to see you in a particular light that's good and you don't want to be seen as bad if you sell. Yeah. Mm, and selling obviously in my mind is bad. Uh, I know it like from, from the childhood because I don't know, from my childhood, we always were family of my parents were a teacher, headmaster, my mom was teacher. So everybody was always employed. Yep. Nobody went around selling any anything. <laughs> totally. And that's and traditionally, you know, having sales being my background for, for many years, um, that was my thing too. I, I wanted to be seen as good, make some money and have some <laughs> have some work. And uh, you know, we, we we really think we can't have it all. That that's the ego's game. So we'll we'll drill down on this particular um, challenge and and structure. And if something else comes up, we can workshop that too. But I, but from what you're saying, it's it's the classic thing. I want to be seen as good in my business. I don't want to be seen as bad. And bad can be, you know, charging, manipulative. Uh, putting people at a disadvantage, well, whatever it is that, but for me, what I heard, that sounds like the the structure that's at play here. Seen as bad in business. Okay, cool. So let's break this down. Seen as like good, as a good, seen as a bad. Um, you guys know what I mean. <laughs> what are the things, things that you believe you need to do to be seen as good in business just just list them out as they come to you as good mm. well um authority is the one thing the most important thing that oh, i say that again authority i know what authority. i'm talking about yep um authenticity yep. as well um yeah, being uh, being really um, able to help people to really show by example and understand them, and really with the tools that I've developed in coaching program, really um, make them to see whatever they want to create and take them on that journey from being really confused, overwhelmed, you know, sometimes completely disillusioned with profession, just open their eyes because that's that's what happened to me that I was uh, in the situation that I felt like in locked in in a room without with no windows no doors because there was no option for me I could only do medicine I didn't know anything else mm. and I I saw no light in the tunnel and I want yes. to be that light for people yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. So what I heard that there was a few things there and I, I hope I captured it all, but I heard, obviously you said being an authority, being authentic, um, being an example has come up a few times. So I wonder whether that's the big thing that we're looking at. Uh, empathy, you understand your clients, having the skill to create a transformation and actually achieve a result at the end of the day. Hmm. Anything else that's like really standing out to you as like being good things you need to do to be good in business yeah very um so we talked about empathy that's very important the kindness and um professionalism like i feel that kind of determination and devotion to support my clients at all times and yeah 
being there for them, holding their hands, um, making them accountable. Um, yeah, just become their guide. Being supportive. Yeah, cool, cool. I think, you know, being their guide is, you know, equipped as a coach. So I think that covers it. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to draw a few arrows this way. And we're just going to test these things that you've told me. Now, the reason we're doing this is, is we essentially want to work out where the tension is playing. Because if we don't know where the tension is, then um, we, we don't essentially know why you're stuck. So let's start off. Um, I'm going to draw the opposite over here, being an authority, not being an authority. This is big, I think. You know, uh, as we as you were talking, just this jumped out immediately to me that I often feel like a, I feel um, I'm not good enough because I'm comparing myself to others, particularly within our communities, other coaches with years of experience. You know, I, I've just only started. Um, so this is big. Uh, like not having that authority in this field mm -hmm. and that's new to me because in my profession i've been specialist for so many years i know my specialty you're used to you're used, I'm to, used to knowing and i'm used to being you know i i say so i i know what i'm talking about yeah yeah totally um it's something I went through. I am listening to you. I'm just typing at the same yeah. time here. Like, you know, uh, 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 this is big, like feeling like imposter. Um, and so, yeah, imposter syndrome, that's big. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yes, I, um, I went through this too when I came out of sales and started in uh, this this particular coaching, I'd done a lot of sales coaching, but working with people's genius and structurally and, and helping them unlock their heart so they can bring it into business. Uh, for me, like I, for once in my life, I was like, shit, I, I, on the phone. And I, for once, I haven't been selling this thing for very long. So I, uh, one thing that I used to rely on when I'd sell is I would kind of pull rank with people and say, hey, I've been in this in in this industry for like eight to ten years, and these people are just finding out about the product, um, you know, over the last week. So I just say, yeah, look, I've been around for eight to ten years. I can tell you this works, and that would just be enough. At the minute, I didn't have that. My whole authority would just fall under, uh, fall beneath my feet. So I get, uh, I get what you mean. It's mm -hmm. a, it's a, and and that's. And that's what the ego wants to have you convinced about, that it actually matters, that, you know, authority is something you earn. But mm. um, as we all know with genius, for anyone watching that's had this thing with authority when you're selling, we, we do have an innate authority that can come to the forefront, but not not in a structure like this. Did, did you have something you wanted to share? Sorry, Ursula. Yes. Even so, I do realize that my authority is my journey because i you know i experienced it and i managed to recover from really um 
quite a situation because I, I literally felt like I had to drag myself to get out of bed. I didn't want to get out, out of bed. And I'm not sure if it wasn't for my children, even, even if I would have gotten up and, and went. Yeah. Um, but I had really no choice. And But, you know, th this... Uh, this could end really badly. Uh, that's that's where people start releasing tension into uh, drugs, alcohol, you know, um, or oh, wow. even even you know even worse, suicide. Or you know, it, it's been bad. Mm. Um, so I am quite kind of you know now I've done it by myself because nobody really helped me. Even so, I looked for for some help you know, psychiatrists, psych psychologists, rather, not psychiatrists, psychologists, you know, traditional psychology, and yes, develop personal development, of course, but it took a long time. So I had to buy my, myself, how somehow managed to mm. run on and survive mm. initially. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it's there, the journey's there. Let's, let's break this down. And I just want to return, we might do a little bit of uh, teaching at the end about authority and stuff, just how I look at it in sales. That I think that would be helpful. But let's break this down first, because I think as it is already now, I think you're just going to start to realize things. So when you are over here and you're kind of feeling like not not a good person in business, maybe a bit of an imposter, a bit selfish, when you start working on being an authority, however that is for you, do you find you start to get closer to being a good person in business? I'm not sure. At the moment, I'm following the templates and, you know, what gurus tell me, you know, how to gain authority. And I just, I'm not sure. Now, now just, just, to... just, just really pay attention to the question I ask because your ego might try and divert you off. Mm -hmm. When you work on being an authority, do you start to feel like you're becoming a good person in business? Not a successful one, a good person. I, I didn't get that far yet. Okay. All right. <laughs> we haven't got that far. Business. Let's relate. Okay. So not, not this business. Let's think back to your other career when you, when you're in the medical field and that was like your full-time thing. When you were working on being an authority, did you feel better about what you were doing? Of course. Okay, got it. When you've been working on your authenticity, have you felt like you've gone closer to being a good person in business? Yeah, but I think you're just authentic or you're not. <laughs> hmm? Do you have to work for it? I'm asking you. Have you worked yeah, on just, your I authenticity? Just feel I, yeah, I, I feel authentic is... It just naturally comes. If you're trying to do, to become somebody you are not, then you lose that authenticity. Yes, okay. to be honest, I didn't really know I was going to be on. I thought it was on Zoom only. I I didn't know I was going to be live on on the, on a you know not not just voice but video. And this T-shirt, I is just completely incidental that <laughs> I put it on. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, I love the t-shirt. I love the t-shirt. It's good. It adds to the uh, to the theme of this. Um, okay, I'm going to pull you back. You still haven't answered the question. When you've been working on or just being yourself, let's say, you're either authentic or you're not, 
but when you've been yourself, have you felt you've been closer to being a good person? Sure. Yep. Okay. When you felt like you're being an example for the people you work with, whether it's this business or your past profession, have you mm -hmm. felt closer here? Of course. When you felt you've been empathetic, are you tipping over here? Yes. Equipped? Yes. Achieving a result? Yes. Okay. And supportive? Great. Okay. Now, when you get down here, and, and this will be in varying degrees, sometimes you'll get all the way here and you'll feel really good about how you're showing up in business and sometimes it might just be around here. The further you get down this scale, do you start to notice that you question your authority more when you're doing, when, when you're feeling good in business? Um, maybe rephrase. I'm not sure I follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just listen. Cause this is your ego coming and going. I don't understand it. Just, just listen to the question. <laughs> when, when you've been feeling good, but like you're a good person in your business, have you felt that you start to question your authority even more? Or you I start think... looking for things to increase your authority even more? Oh, definitely, yes, increase. Authority. Increase, okay, mm -hmm. okay. Do you find you work harder on being authentic when you're feeling good? Oh, yes, I, I have more energy. You have um, more energy. More energy and more drive. Mm -hmm. The authority to me is also more knowledge because for me it's very important to to be knowledgeable about things. Yes. Yes. So you know, more knowledge in coaching techniques and human behavior. Okay. In fact, I would happily just go off and never have a business, but just studying about all this. <laughs> And never okay. have a client to achieve. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna pull you up on something. Can you see what you just said? And for everyone watching, you would have seen this in the last session. Naturally, because these are the conditions, the the authority and authenticity are the conditions for you to be good in business. Naturally, when you get over here, this runs out of fuel. So your ego's like, hang on, you need to come back this way because you can't stay up here without this. So like we. We look at with structural dynamics, the conditions that get you to your result will be the same conditions that create your downfall. Mm. So every time you're good in business and you're feeling great, your ego is going to be at you going, but hang on, do you have enough authority? Maybe you need to do the next course to stay a good person. Maybe you need to be more authentic and get the yeah. next idea in a circle. And if we go down the list, I'm sure we'd find that empathy being an example would also be quite exaggerated now the problem with this is can you see how being good and being bad it's always going to be cyclical you're only going to allow yourself to get so far here then before you get back to bad mm. so when it comes to sales, not only are you trying to make sales, you're also fighting this. And I would bet that if we just draw the 
structure down here. Sales made. And we have sales not made. This is essentially what your ego has you believing. So you'll focus on being good in business. And when you get here, it's like, yeah, that's fine. I'm being an authority, doing all these wonderful things for people, but no sales. It's cool. I'm comfortable here. But when you're bad <laughs> and you're actually building a business and you're not focused on these, it's like, well, I'm a bad person. So this is where we've got like a, what we call a competing agenda, which you would have heard of in this work before. Mm. Can you see how that's really clear? Yeah. Okay. Any questions so far? No. All right. Cool. So now what we want to do is we want to get you focused on what actually matters. And something that I teach quite a bit when it comes to selling is sales isn't about sales. Sales isn't about money. There's something higher than that that we can go for. And it's usually the true end result of what our product actually does. The ego wants us to think it is about sales because there's rejection and approval on the line. But that's only because we've in society, we've been trained to think, make a sale good or sometimes make a sale bad. <laughs> and, it, and it has us in a structure that just isn't true for what sales actually is. I'll take you through something really quick. With sales made and sales not made, what we can actually fall into is a structure of convincing, which you would be very familiar with when it's... Uh, that real manipulative feel to, to what's going on in the, in the conversation. What we want to get into is an end result that isn't, and this, this is where people go wrong. It's not, it's not the end result for just for the customer. It's the end result of your business while you and your customer are aware of the current reality where you both are. So you're both here. Your customer, if you're focused on your end result, the end result of your business, and you're both here in the current reality, your customer's either going to be like, hell yeah, I'm inspired by the end result that your business is creating. I want to come on that journey with you. Or they're going to be like, no, it's not for me. In this structure, when it's about the end result for your business, you give a chance for change to occur. Sales is about change. This is, what, this is what we really want to go for. Our conversations, when we're focused on the end result that we care about, that we're creating for our business and nothing else, not even the customer. This is where people, this is where people have got it really wrong. It's like, build rapport, build empathy. That And it's like the nice thing to do in sales. That's still convincing someone and it still feels quite manipulative. Mm -hmm. But when you're just on the end result that you care about, it just becomes obvious to the customer, hey, is this for me or not? And if it is for them, it's probably because the way you're talking, you've opened up your genius, you're speaking about what you care about, what you care about, that it naturally creates some change. Do you need to know when the change happens? Do you need to know how that change happens? No, because you'll just be led geniusly by your innate authority about the journey, which you said earlier, right? 
the change happens. And if that change happens, then that person gets to experience the end result you create, not the end result that you extract from them. You know how people are like, what are you going for? What are your goals? Tell me what you, what you really want. And then they start selling to that thing. Again, that's not necessary. That's still manipulative. That's still tell me what you want so I can convince you that I've got what you want. It's, that's not it. When you go for and you communicate from your end result, the authority, the, the empathy, all of it just happens as a byproduct. Cool? Yeah. All right. So let's get you to close down your eyes and we're going to tune in to what this is all really about. Imagine that you're just becoming present with your thoughts. Imagine you can see them playing out in your mind. And now just choose to witness them as the observer. Start to take notice if there's any emotions that are following them, maybe where they are in the body. And again, we don't need to make any of these emotions mean anything. We're just going to choose to observe them. Now I want you to imagine that the clearer you get on your observation of your thoughts and feelings, the more they start to drain out of your body and disappear. Fully picturing yourself becoming empty and present in the now. You're going to imagine that a golden circle wraps around you. And as this shape forms, I want you to choose to be in service to your truth and your business's truth. We're going for both here. And once you see this circle take its full form, I want you to define the space as my business's genius end result. My business's genius end result. And as things start to occur to you, I want you to just speak out on what you're hearing. Start to really dive into the symbols and the feelings you're getting about this end result. It is Jordan about a revolution uh, in medical world. Yeah. Uh, it's it's huge. It's big. It touches so many people uh, because of my work. Many people would be able to come. I would be able to touch and, and change so many lives because of the awareness of you know, strength, resilience, and being able to bring happy, happier lives to medical professionals, fulfillment, and 
that obviously is a domino effect on all the patients. You know, having a fulfilled, happy doctor means they're giving more when they have drained, when they drained of energy, they're not giving because they can't, there's nothing to give. And so this is, this is like um, so huge that it's not just, you know, a few clients that I'm talking to, it's, it's actually institutions, big institutions, health institutions, the employers, it's like a movement. Um, yeah, it, it um, affects a lot of people in health system. So this is massive. And if you had to sum up the emotion in this vision, what do you feel? Emotion, my emotion is that of, uh, I'm bringing freedom. <laughs> bringing freedom. Freedom of choice and energy and happiness and fulfillment, a reigniting the, the passion for medicine, for for devotion, for profession. And my feeling is feeling of mission. This is like my mission purpose. Yeah. Are you focused on being a good person in this vision? Not really. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't really care. How does it, what are you getting about your selling here? What's happening when you're speaking to your medical institutions, doctors? What do you, what do you? Well, it's not really doesn't doesn't feel like selling. This is my passion and and my mission, so my purpose. I'm I'm talking about it because it's got to be done. Uh, it, it needs to be done. It, it's it's a must. It's essential. It's not it's not a choice anymore. It's it's not about you know selling a package to a client. It is much bigger than that. And it just doesn't feel like sale anymore. What does it feel like instead? Like, like this is me. This is my life. This is my mission. So it feels like, you know, it's got to be. This this is the way things need to be. So you're just sharing what your what your mission's about. Yes. And changing lives in a process. Bringing a lot of structure and into a, you know changing changing the rules the the stiffness of it um, changing and moving on with you know creating new structures. Yeah, yeah new structures. So just saying that that's really good. I'm getting a very clear feeling of what it's what it's all about. Even though I'm not there with you, um, ask yourself what is obvious about my next steps to creating this. Um, it's, it's just um, really um, tuning in into my genius and asking, it is about self-reference rather than listening to everybody all the experts out there it, it is it is about actually what comes from my heart 
so being in tune in my with my intuition at all times so this is making like a regular every time I do anything with my business tuning in and you know being in very close intimate relationship with my uh, genius um so that's that's a that's the the first step so it's self-reference rather than external reference looking for solutions for other people you know so so it's a shift from problem solving to actually geniusly creating using Mm -hmm. my own wisdom Mm -hmm. amazing and just going with whatever i get not questioning it not rationalizing it not even if it's weird and bizarre just follow through that tells me that there may be some bizarre and weird thing coming. <laughs> yes, as there tends to be. Okay, fantastic. Now just come out of it, wriggle your fingers, toes. Amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> so really, what I got about all this is you just need to be in the end result of this revolution that you're wanting to create in the medical world. And I mean, just as you were speaking, I could see the change that you were wanting to create. And I think personally, like if I just go off um, what I was feeling, people who are in the reality where they're burnt out and, and they can see how much it's impacting their teams if you communicate like that, just on what you're creating, the right people are going to come with you and the wrong ones will go, ah, it's not mm-hmm. for me. And I, I got, as you were speaking, I got a real sense of just how much you care. And mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest piece of authority that you could ever want. Like you, you just care. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, sales people, people, I think people really care about authority and being empathetic and stuff when they're not talking about what they love and, and people can just feel it. It's like, yeah, this just feels a bit, you know, feels off, but you know, you, you've got like a real genuine vision here. There's, there's an emotion behind it, which was clear and yeah, it's got nothing to do with you being good. (laughs) Even so there's no good or bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And, you know, it's, I'm sure a lot of people watching this will be able to relate to the good and bad thing when it comes to selling. But as you said, here, there was just no selling. You were just sharing what your mission's about. And it's like, who who wouldn't want to buy it? Who's in that particular position to change? Yeah. Very good. did you have any questions about this, about what we've just covered, or are you feeling pretty clear? I'm feeling pretty clear. Amazing. Amazing work. And I must well, say, Jordan, it's a massive shift because I've been very feeling very, very, um, I don't know how to say, uh, confused in the past week or so, or two weeks even, about this whole situation. Uh uncertain confused like willing to give up and go back to my comfy you know reality where i know what's going on this is very uncomfortable yeah 
Well, <laughs> you know, I, I'm glad I'm glad you came on the show because this vision is is all like it's it's not that it's just it's awesome. It's just you. Like you you've been given this, and it's like people were going to want to hear about it. And um, I think just just to something that I can. That, that I really want to sum up this episode with is it's so important to remember that sales just like, it's just been so marketed in a way that's just not the truth. And why I, why I love the work that I do is just creating that experience that you have now. It's like, it doesn't have to kill the heart <laughs> in business. It doesn't have to confuse us, all these hows and things and say this to be more of like an authority or say this to, it just it makes it so confusing and um yeah it's it's awesome to see that you've reconnected to this because i as I, I really do believe like i haven't worked in the medical profession but i've i used to sell products and services to it and it's a huge it's a huge thing what you're going out there to 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 change so best of luck with it and um Thank yeah you. i'm excited to follow up in a in a few months and see where you're at with it all thank you so much you, you're doing a great job here thank you i really feel um, a massive shift amazing amazing hey if you've been enjoying my podcast i have a special opportunity for you that you may be interested in i've just started a new segment called the genius sessions which is dedicated to coaching my guests through challenges that's stopping them from bringing their genius visions and ideas to life in their professional career or their business. And right now, you have the opportunity to apply to be a guest on this show. So if you're interested, head into the show notes, click on the application link and fill in all your details. If you've been successful, I'll reach out to you over email and we'll book in a time to record the episode. Apart from that, thanks for tuning in today and I look forward to connecting soon.